Hey everyone, and welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and I'm here to inform and inspire my teenage peers by discussing the topics of business, entrepreneurship, and personal finance. I'm so grateful you were able to take the time to listen today, and I hope you find value in this episode. The idea of building a website can sound very intimidating to a business owner. They know they probably should do it, but they have no idea how to start. A website is super important to have if you own a business, and in this episode, I'll be talking about 7 features you should make sure to include in your site. Don't worry, the process doesn't have to be scary, and with helpful tips like the ones in this episode, anyone can create a great website no matter their experience level. As I said, today I'll be covering 7 features of a good website, and I'll be focusing on the functional aspects. Last week, I covered the physical aspects, so if you haven't heard that episode yet, I recommend checking it out. This is the second episode in a three-part series on building and designing great-looking and user-friendly websites, so I hope you find these tips valuable and that they help you create an amazing website for your business. Before we get into how to make a good website, let's first discuss why you should have one in the first place. I covered these points in my last episode, so if you've heard them already, you can skip ahead if you'd like to. First, a website builds trust in your business. If you hand someone a business card or if they see a flyer about your business, them being able to look you up and find your website can help you come across as legitimate and trustworthy. Smallbusinessweb.co states that 8 out of 10 customers are likely to engage with your business if it has a website. Second, your website can act as an information source for your current and potential customers. A 3.5 by 2 inch business card doesn't offer much space for you to communicate factors such as your brand goals and values, which is why a website is so valuable. There, people can make one stop to understand what you offer, get any questions they may have answered, and hopefully buy whatever it is you sell. Third, a website drives more sales. And that's one of the main goals, right? Linking to the products or services you offer will establish your online presence and create the ability for people to find your business and experience the value you offer. There are many more reasons a website is necessary for businesses, but those are some of the major ones I wanted to touch on. Now, let's get into the 7 functional features every good website has. First, make sure all of the links and buttons work on your website. It sounds very obvious, I know, but many websites lack this function, and it's an easy detail to miss. When you're linking to all of your social media profiles and have multiple buttons on every page, it can be easy to create them and forget to add the function behind them. This happens frequently and it can give off an unprofessional vibe because it looks as though there was no proofreading or final checks before the site went live. You can combat this by double checking all of your links and buttons before you go live and even while your site is up and make sure your viewer will be taken to where you told them they would go. Make sure your Instagram link takes them to your Instagram account and if you have a button taking them to your about page, make sure the button does that. Taking the extra step to check for this detail is worth it because it will benefit your user and keep your website professional. Second, limit or completely avoid using screen pop-ups. Put your email here and you'll get 15% off your first order. There's a site-wide sale that's ending in 8 hours, get your clothes now. You're just there to get a shirt and now you're being bombarded with all of these screen pop-ups you have to X out of. It generally doesn't make for a pleasant viewer experience and it can get annoying on the user's end. I understand this is a marketing tactic and I'm sure they benefit businesses in some way, but looking at it from a user standpoint, a lot of the time it's just another button they need to click to get where they really want to go. 
You should want to minimize the steps it takes for your customer to buy your product or whatever your goal is with your site because it will eliminate more time for them to change their mind. So limit how many pop-ups you're using and really only try to use them if you need to. But remember, at a basic level, you're designing this website for your viewer, your audience, so they should be kept in mind throughout your entire website design process, and you should make these kinds of design decisions that prioritize their best interest. Third, include clear navigation in your website. By navigation, I'm referring to the words usually at the top of a page that let the reader know where your home, contact, or about pages are. Website navigation is the path viewers can take throughout your site, and clear wording makes the process much easier. Not trying to be too fancy with your wording and keeping it straightforward will make the different parts of your website easy to access and it'll be simple to understand how to get there. Fourth, make sure your website is quick loading. Did you know that according to a study done by Kissmetrics, 40% of visitors will leave a website if it takes more than 3 seconds to load? That's not much time, so you want to make sure you're not turning away potential customers just by having a slow-loading site. Large images or frequent embeds are examples of what may cause a page to load slowly, so if you're noticing that happening for your website, do some research to find the cause and make the necessary changes so your website loads quickly. And anything less than 3 seconds would be considered a good loading time. You can look up any secure website that measures how fast your site loads and compare your results to what I suggested in this episode. I can also link a site that does this in the description below. Fifth, your website should be secure. It should have the little lock symbol in the top left corner of your browser. There are people who will click off of websites without one and again this is where the professional look comes in. Having a secure website looks legitimate and professional. If you're using a website builder like Wix for example, they will generally take care of this step for you, but if you build a website with code through a site like GitHub, you may have to take the extra step of making it secure. There are different ways to do it depending on how your website is built, so if you find browsers marking your site as insecure, do some research and make the changes to ensure it's secure because it does affect how much a viewer trusts your site. Sixth, your website should be optimized not only for a computer screen, where I assume most of you will be building yours on, but on other sized device screens as well. I talked about this point in my last episode from a physical standpoint. You want your website to look good no matter the screen size, but you definitely also want it to work no matter what screen it's on. Just a little over 50% of all website traffic in the third quarter of 2020 was generated by mobile devices according to Statista.com. That's a significant amount. So, as you're building and designing your own website, you want to make sure in the process that your site looks good and works well on all sized screens. Seventh, lastly, you should include any functional features you see necessary based on who your viewer is. For example, if you run a clothing store, add filters so your audience can easily choose sizes or colors they prefer. If you sell food you make through your website, a search bar would be helpful for your customers to utilize. Always having your customers in mind and choosing design options that help make the process quick and easy for them, that mindset will set you and your website up for success. So again, this tip is whoever your audience is, add functional details specialized for them that will give them an amazing user experience. Those were the 7 tips and here's one more piece of advice before I close off this episode. If you're about to create your website or if you're already in the process, I suggest looking at your favorite websites and taking notes on what you like about them. What do all of the clean, organized sites have in common? And how could you replicate some of those design details onto your own? Taking time to do this research is beneficial and you will learn a lot in the process. And chances are some quality traits you find may be once talked about in this episode. 
I hope all of the information talked about today starts you on your path to designing an amazing website. To recap, make sure your links and buttons work, limit or avoid screen pop-ups, and include clear navigation. Make sure your website is quick loading, secure, and is optimized for all screen sizes. And lastly, keeping your target customer in mind, choose functional features such as a search bar that will make it easy for them to find their way through your site. Next week, I'm following with more tips to keep in mind when creating a good website, and it'll be focused on the content aspect. I look forward to seeing you next episode. That concludes another episode of Money Moves for Teens. Thank you for tuning in today, and remember to thank yourself for creating the space to learn something new. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be a huge help to me and others if you would share my content with those who might benefit from the information. You're always welcome to leave a rating and review, and if you have any questions or would like to follow me on other media, you can visit my website, moneymovesforteens.com. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you guys in my next episode.